0: Thank you for tuning in to Cognitively Speaking, the number one podcast dedicated to caregivers that are providing care to persons with dementia, Parkinson's, or any cognitive impairment. My name is Lily Williams. I am a true caregiver that has provided care to persons with dementia for over 22 years. I am the founder of Aging in Place Care Alliance. I will also be your host for this evening's podcast episode. And we're going to go for a journey. Let's go. Today's topic is very near and dear to my heart. It's very interesting to me. And as a true caregiver, I I just wanted to ask other caregivers. When a person with dementia becomes unable to express beliefs, or participate in their religion or their spiritual life of faith that they did prior to the disease dementia, should we as caregivers deny them that right to do so? Personally, I have observed many caregivers deny a person they are caring for that has dementia the right to participate in religious or spiritual life of faith, acts of worship. I've witnessed them pretty much strip them of any tools related to their faith or their religion. When the person suffering from dementia belongs to a very large faith community, Those members from that community may visit the person that has dementia to either pray with or to read to them scripture. And lots of times the person suffering with dementia, they are able to recall and recite the scripture. Or you may see them pray in their own way as best as their memory will allow them to. I see this as a caregiver and I know that I shouldn't. But I have question, why does this person with so much faith suffer with dementia? It took a while for me to grasp that regardless of how much faith we have, that we are not exempt from the diseases such as dementia, cancer, heart disease, or any other type of disease. I had to learn that no one is being punished and even a person with dementia should never be denied the right to worship. Whichever and however that form of worship may be, they're entitled to it. I do remember once working on a locked unit uh, for dementia patients. And I had this one patient in particular that had a very, very severe case of dementia. She recognized none of her family members. She was not able to verbalize, not able to talk. She could make noises and she would make sounds, kind of sounding like uh, a dog barking. Uh, But she was not able to verbalize her words We, to this day, still don't know if she was able to understand what we would tell her or ask of her because she just still, if you asked her to do something or let her know you were going to do something, she would just go about and walk, walk, walk. So this, this young lady with dementia, all she did was walk around and she would make like these barking sounds. She would just walk, walk, walk the entire unit. And so we had to keep her in like gym shoes, or something on her feet with tread because she walked nonstop. You would think she would just be so, so tired from all the walking she did all day long. We were able to get her to sit down and eat a meal. But even then, she's only sitting maybe one, two minutes and gulping her food down. She was able to chew and swallow Okay. But it was quickly, she ate and she was up and walking again. So her dementia was, I would say, a very, very severe case. She did, occasionally, she would do the Hail Mary prayer gesture. And she kept rosaries in her pockets at all times. She would fidget with the rosary in her pocket. I never saw her pull it out and, and, and utilize it in the form that it's meant for, but she would keep it in her pocket and fidget with it while she was walking the floor. And occasionally she would, she wouldn't stop, but she would still keep walking and she would do the Hail Mary prayer gestures. And so even her dementia was being as so severe as it was. She never forgot the Hail Mary prayer gesture she knew of her prayer beads but she didn't utilize it like she would have probably prior to coming down with dementia but it was just fascinating to watch her Uh, she totally forgot all other things uh, and except for the ability to eat make the noise like a dog and the Hail Mary prayer, and just walk, constantly walking. So it's it's things like that that just made me think that this conversation is a much-needed conversation for this week's podcast. This episode is sponsored by Anchor. Four out of five caregivers caring for persons with dementia or a cognitive impairment seek resources that are relevant, tips, tricks, of the trade, and information on ways that they can become true caregivers. Anchor has made it possible for this true caregiver, and Aging in Place Care Alliance, to provide caregivers with a podcast that provides real-life issues with solutions, tips, and the resources they need. Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. So one thing I'd like for any caregivers that are listening tonight Just empathize. Place yourself into the shoes of a person with dementia. Just think about it. Now, if you are a person that is set in your faith, you have these beliefs, you have these spiritual beliefs, and you're so strong in those faiths and beliefs. And if someone was to come and tell you, no, no. We can't practice this. We can't worship. We can't do any of the things related to your religion or your beliefs. How would that make you feel? What would that do to you as a person? So even if a person with dementia does not have the ability to understand, I still think that there is a form of self Knowledge when it comes to their religious or their spiritual beliefs or faith. And one thing that boils down to faith or spiritual beliefs, one thing we all have in common is that we, we are seeking hope through it all. And I think that's just one, that's something that you can never take away from a person. Even if they have dementia, we should not try to take that away from them. Let them have their faith. Let them have their hope. That's going to be it for me tonight. I wish everyone a very, very uh, good night. If you've paid attention to the outside and you've, you've seen the sun up past 6, six o'clock p.m., in, in Michigan, uh, you've been very observant and, and things are uh, different. It's a lot brighter now. Uh, I know that it makes me feel a little bit better. And I'm hoping it makes you feel well as well. And I will meet everyone here, same time, same place, next week. Have a wonderful night.